You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, let's, let's get into those uh, exceptions right now because we need to talk about Gallo and Hicks who both, again, you know, Hicks didn't really have much of a presence this series, but when he did, he... For, to, in fairness, did hit into some bad luck, but also had some some more strikeouts. And Gallo was two for 15 in this series, not a single walk and seven strikeouts. So it's uh, it hasn't been pretty for either of these guys. If you look at both of them, they are negative and in the red in terms of war. OAA in the field, and they're both at least 25% below league average in terms of Weighted runs created plus. So offensively, defensively, just all around, these guys have both been net negatives for the entire season. And it's not looking any better because the underlying numbers are starting to look even worse as we go along. Hicks expected slugging percentage in April was 433. That's down to 222 in May. His chase rate is also up. Gallo, his expected slugging in April, 537. That's down to 423 in May. So they've both seen significant, significant drops. So, you know, I think in April, when you look at those underlying numbers, you could say, oh, these guys are hitting into some bad luck, especially especially Hicks, who is still, you know, among the league's elite in walk rate. You could have made the argument that he was, he was still seeing the ball well, just not uh, getting the outcomes he he needed but you can't really make that argument anymore because they're they're not they don't seem to be squaring the ball up a lot they're swinging and missing more they're chasing more getting on base less so I don't know what the Yankees do or or where they go from here but you have two guys who are supposed to be crucial and consistent starters in the outfield and they've both just been terrible not just not just at the plate but they're we've we broke down Hicks's fielding struggles last last episode but now both of these guys who were in their career more consistently considered to be productive outfielders in the field but they've been bad there now too I don't know where I don't know what the Yankees do with the with Hicks and Gallo well Gallo has not looked good in in left field I think he's had a little bit of trouble with the move um seen him misplay a few balls um out there especially early um and it's bleeding into their base running too in my opinion I think we've seen Gallo make a couple of boneheaded decisions on the bases. We've talked about Hicks. Um, right now you have to consider the Gallo trade a catastrophic failure. I mean, it's been, it's been terrible for the Yankees last year and this year and and early on this year, I know uh, we were pretty hopeful because Gallo's underlying numbers or his hard hit stuff. It was all good, but um, it's been, it's, it's sliding backwards. He's not making contact. It's, it's, it's not good. Um I'm really worried. I've already started looking at thinking about who do the Yankees go and get, because I think they have an outfield problem. Maybe Miguel Andahar's the answer. I don't know. I mean, he looks okay out there. His bat, I think is better than, than gallows at this point. Um, definitely better than Hicks. 
But I don't know. Do you think about a guy like Ben Intendi? He's going to be on the block. Kansas City stinks. He's got almost a 400 on base percentage. Yeah, I mean, I, it, he wouldn't be able to face Severino anymore, so his numbers might go down a little bit. But yeah, you think about that lefty bat in Yankee Stadium, which is exactly what the Yankees were thinking when they went and got Gallo and Rizzo. But no, I, I think Ben Tendi would be a massive upgrade just because of how bad Gallo has been and because Ben Tendi has been good this season. He was he was also solid last season, if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, yeah I mean, his his OPS plus last year was was not where he, it was 106 last year. It's 139 this year, and he's getting on base at a 398 clip. Uh, he's hitting for a little bit less power, but pretty much all of the league is. And uh, you put him in Yankee Stadium, I'm sure he'll get a couple cheapies. But also, if you have a guy that's uh, a left-handed batter near the top of the lineup that gets on base, dude, lead him off, put him in front of Judge. That, that'd be great. I mean, you know, you don't have to do that because LeMahieu's a really good, really good leadoff guy. But it just lengthens your lineup. It gets you another guy that gets on base adds uh, even more diversity to the lineup. And uh, he's a, he's a good left fielder too. I think he won the gold glove last year. Not that that means that much, but um, you know, he's, he's comfortable out there, more comfortable than Gallo. And you know what, like you're going to find playing time for these guys with injuries and stuff like that. Like we're already, you know, we're running Miguel Andujar out there in left field. Um, And you know, I, I love the way Andujar socks look, by the way. I'm just going to say that. The, the, the short pants. The, the short breeze. pants. Very old school. I, I like it a lot. But, um, yeah, I mean, Hicks and, and Gallo have been terrible. And it's it's getting to the point now where I used to be hopeful. Like, oh, I know these guys are proven players. The underlying numbers in April were okay. It's It's going to start to turn around. And now it's just, it's all a mess. So... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's 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 only looking worse and worse, which makes you even less and less hopeful. I mean, Gallo, he led the league in walks last year, and that was kind of a silver lining you could turn to when people brought up his bloated strikeouts. This year, he's walking. His walk rate is 12.4%. That would be the lowest since his first year in the majors in 2015. And just for context, his walk rate last year was 18%. So that's a pretty significant decrease uh, Hicks, like we mentioned, also, despite having that high walk rate, is chasing a little more now. The expected slugging has has plummeted. So I I just I don't know where I don't know what the Yankees do. I don't know. I mean, Gallo, you know, he's a pending free agent and he's been terrible since the middle of last season. So what exactly what his trade value could be, I, I don't know. Maybe a team will think that a tra- change of scenery can kind of get him back closer to the production he had in Texas. And as for Hicks, I mean, you, I don't know how much longer you can use last year's wrist injury as a reason that could be sapping all of his power and why he only has just one home run so far this season. I mean, a lot of people bring up Mark Teixeira who suffered a similar injury in 2013, but Teixeira through the first two months of 2014 had a 850 OPS and nine home runs. That's significantly, significantly better 
than Hicks, who is also a switch hitter. So it's it actually seemed like a pretty solid comparison for uh, for that kind of injury and that kind of player. And Hicks or Teixeira was just decidedly better than that. Not to mention Hicks was also struggling really badly before that injury last year. Right. So I think uh, I think it could be looking at trying to move on, make a change from from both of those players because the outfield has just been dreadful offensively outside of outside of Judge. Yeah, I mean, and and you want to be careful with Stanton coming back with, with the leg stuff, not to overplay him. But the more we can get away from guys like Hicks and Gallo in the outfield, the the better because it's getting frustrating. They're becoming dead spots in the lineup where once if there's they're up with guys on, you just feel so. Oh, I wish you know we could turn, get through this at bat somehow. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you're like, I hope he gets hit by the pitch because that's that's the that's the best <laughs> chance I have. He's got, he's not going to take his walk. He's not going to make contact or, or or hit the ball with any authority. And um, it it it's you know it it is what it is at this point, and they have to start looking at other options. Um, you know, like I said, Benintendi, I know we joked last week about Brett Gardner. That That is a joke. I don't think Brett Gardner is going to be uh, making an appearance this season, but I've been wrong about Gardner before. He's like the undertaker. He just, he comes back. But yeah, I mean, I think uh, you chalk up the Gallo trade as an L and you're going to move on after this year. And Hicks, I, I don't know long-term what, what, what this looks like, but maybe they both could benefit from, from a change of scenery because Hicks has really taken some lumps here in over the last couple of years with the Yanks, but we'll see where they go. 